was his, that was his he comment. He got in the car and he was like, do you need me to flex for you, officer? <laughs> I can make my thigh muscle jump. <laughs> all right, movie. you know, I'm, I'm off this. I'm uh, handing over to Roku. <laughs> yep, go ahead, Roku. All you, sir. So, like I said, I just got two quotes. And these come thanks to the boondocks. People say to me, ruckus. I say, huh? Who said that? They say, how do I make it to white heaven? Well, start by asking yourself, how is my relationship with the white man? Do you celebrate the white man's goodness every day? Do you stop and thank the white man for the food you eat and the clothes you wear? Huh? Well, if you don't, you go into hell. Now, I want everybody who isn't white to turn to a white person to say thank you. (laughs) Followed up by. (laughs) Well, there are those of you who say I'm a racist. There are those of you who say I'm wrong for hating niggas. Well, I call you all hypocrites because each and every one of you can name 10 niggas you hate right now if you had to. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think that speaks for the moment. Oh, oh man. <laughs> It is Friday, July 31st, episode 28 of Shoot the Shit. Hopefully we don't have any type of issues going in tonight. But with me, as always, is my partner, Crime Mr. Two Beers. What's up, sir? Yeah, not another, man. It's a great night. How's everybody doing? Hopefully they're doing well. And with us, semi always, but a pretty good excuse. Mr. GNS, what's up, sir? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hope everybody's doing good. I know, man. You were here Friday, and then all of a sudden, power went out. Well, internet went out, and then it's like, yeah, I can't do Saturday. So I can't fault you at that one. You you still well, got a pristine record as of right now. So, <laughs> And then and my, my son's whole uh, COVID scare. Gotcha. <laughs> he's doing good, though, right? Oh, yeah, he's great, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And, <clears throat> And we have, which we can now call alumni to the No Family. We got Roku coming back. What's up, Roku? For thousands of years, I lay dormant. Now, awesome intro, man. Awesome intro, man. Oh, that was perfect. How you been, man? Doing all right. Doing all right. How's everybody over here doing? Oh man. No complaints, no complaints. No complaint. Just so, like wait person just trying to survive this 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 virus, that's all. <laughs> oh man. Don't even get me started on twenty twenty. My goodness. What a clusterfuck it is. I yeah. I I I tried to get out of monologue duties. I, I could have sworn <laughs> that it was GNS's turn. Nope. But unfortunately previous. <laughs> Unfortunately I wasn't able to do the notes because of work, so two beards did our notes today and he's given me the monologue so i will be addressing everybody on an interesting topic i don't know if we've ever really talked about it the topic addressed the topic but we talked about it so today folks we're going to talk about conspiracy theories yes wonderful conspiracy theories and for anybody who knows con they know that i am I am a lover and a partaker of conspiracy, folks. I love conspiracy theories. 
and for the most part for probably like all of you it's a lot easier to believe a conspiracy because it's a little bit more entertaining especially when you look at the <laughs> the actual reality of things right and don't get me wrong i've i've done all right I, I, anybody who's known me and people in chat they know that I've, I've, I believe in aliens and UFOs, all those conspiracies, right? I'm not one of those moon, non-moonlander type people, right? But the, you know, the the big giant government, the overseeing New World Order, you know, Bilderberg groups and all that stuff. You know, I I listen and I'm a supporter to all that garbage. I do, I do. Nine Eleven. Well, we won't say anything about 9-11 on the stream because I don't know who's <laughs> listening and I'm not trying to get whacked. But the point of the matter is I enjoy conspiracies, right? And there comes a point where everybody who takes and listens to conspiracy, they have to reason reality and what's most likely with the actual conspiracy, right? They're fun. But certain conspiracies, when you hear, like, for instance... The COVID virus is a joke. It's something created to demean and to depopularize the current president. It's suspended by the Democrats because they could not succeed in in getting him kicked out of office. When you hear stuff like that, right, and you hear, don't wear a mask because there is no there is no virus. And you see reports and reports of people in hospitals. I'm, I understand conspiracies, and I trust me, I, I, I'm, I'm with you with news media being bought i'm with you with all of that and the control and the power and misleading of the masses i am 100 percent with you but take the second and think for one moment hospitals are filling up it's the difference of saying yes there is aliens or there's not aliens as opposed to hospitals are overfilling with people with viruses this is the biggest pandemic across the world. The amount of people and power that would be needed to fake a conspiracy of this level is not even plausible, <laughs> folks. It's not even plausible. And you could go with the recent Herman Cain went to a Trump rally. Nine days later, he has COVID. And unfortunately, a day or so, he passes away. You can look at it and you can say, oh, you know, it's the Democrats who did it. Like, I forget the one senator who said evidently, you know, only the Democrats su survived from COVID and whatever nonsense, yeah. you know, that was said on that side. But the point of the matter is we know one thing. Herman Cain believed in the conspiracy of COVID being a hoax and that there was no need to wear a mask. Somewhere between the Trump rally in those nine days he met up with somebody who had COVID. He did not distance himself. He did not protect himself with a mask. And he got the disease and it took his life. It took his life. And that's the only thing you need to draw from it. You can look at whatever conspiracy and all this other stuff you want to look into. But those are the facts that we know. It's fun to believe in conspiracy, folks. It's very fun. But when it's a matter of life and death... Just just listen to the fucking science. It's not that hard. Just err on the site of, you know, the lowest probability of, yeah, maybe if I do this one thing, I might live. Whether it's fake or not, right? 
and I don't want to bring in religion and other stuff like that into it. You know, like those people who say, you know, maybe I'll believe in Jesus because, you know, when it comes time to die, I don't want to be wrong. You know, I don't want to go into that, but you have to take that mindset, especially when it comes to the virus. Hey, maybe it does exist, which it does, folks. It really does. But for those who don't believe, maybe it does exist. Maybe I should wear a mask and maybe I should keep distance from people until we could get past this. Vote Biden 2020. All right, I'm done, folks. <laughs> You're asking for too much. No, I know. <laughs> and I trust me, I'm not a Biden guy by any means, but anybody who's not orange, please vote. I, I don't care. Just just vote whoever's not the orange man. <laughs> I don't care. We, we need to change this thing. It's going to be a while before we get, we get out of this, but... Anything else anybody want to add to conspiracy before we go into this foolishness? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, man. All right. So let's get into this foolishness. And the first one is, yeah, this is an interesting one. So there was a, a big tech antitrust hearing, right? And we got CEOs from a lot of the big companies, right? We got Facebook. We got Amazon. We got Apple. We got Google. It was like a five-hour hearing, and basically they were they were questioning to some all of it whether they were too big, which is kind of silly to say, but it's the questioning of whether or not they're too big. And I'll let everybody decide on that. But now seems to be the wrong time from this hearing. But I'm going to start off with YouTubers before I actually go into a lot of what I think about it. Um. What were your takeaways from the hearing, and do you think that these uh, companies are too big and need to be broken up? Uh, I do feel that uh, it it just goes to show like more and more of um, how um, we're losing any sort of grip on uh, competition, like the ideas for um, for new innovation and products to succeed without actually having to uh, without uh, with going coming out through uh, other outlets but just like the big corporations owning everything i do indeed feel that they need to be broken up because it's like uh it's like one of those things like uh for example let's take um let's take at&t um we're talking about like their bottomless pockets that they seem to have money wise how they just scoop up and they they bought uh warner brothers and everything like that and now it's just like that they they bought warner brothers and and now it just flat out just seems they don't know what to do with uh with some of the properties. So it's like uh uh one of the Warner Brother games, one of the uh the best gaming studios out there, is now on the uh chance of being on the chopping block because like they bought this up and they don't know what to do with it. Then you have like um dirty uh people like Amazon who have dirty practices who do the like uh like uh they allow people to use their store base and it's like you have access to these uh these millions and millions of customers to sell your stuff on the um, through the Amazon market, and then like Bill Gates, I'm not Bill Gates, excuse me, <laughs> the Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos just turns around. And he's like, "Oh, it's a nice product that you have there. Be a shame if I was actually copy it and sell it for less." So it's like it's a uh, it's a lot of shady shit, uh, and I do feel that they need to be need to be break, broken up. Okay, and remember, his name is not Jeff Bezos. 
It's real life Lex Luthor. Lex we know this, folks. <laughs> we know this. This is real life Lex Luthor. That's what we call Mr. Bezos. Um, real quickly, I'm going to go with you, Roku, next on this. What are your thoughts? Um, Like... <sighs> How can I put it? When you have companies this big, you kind of have to expect, especially when you come from when you're in a capitalistic society, that there's going to be some real shady stuff going on. Um, I mean, look at just looking at one of the things that that could be mentioned. Look at Apple. I mean, they're literally skimming off the top of its sellers. You know, they control whether or not they can place their apps on their store, then determine what currency can be used to pay for it, and then off the top of that, they're taking fifty to thirty percent of commission at the cost of doing business. Oh, and by the way. They're also they also have their own competing apps on the same location. <laughs> so it's kind of like you can't win. It's it's it, it's. I mean, to say it's not corrupt would be. I don't even know how you can even put that any other way. It's 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 corrupt. <laughs> it's. I agree. Point. I agree. Gina, your thoughts. Uh. I, you know what, to be completely honest and uh, not trying to sound like, you know, heartless or anything, but I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> because for this, for the simple fact, dude, it's just like, it's, it's, it's all frivolous and pointless in the end. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's just waiting to see how it is, how this is all going to implode or, how they could merge and overtake government. I feel like it's going to get, it's going to get to that point. They're going to become so big if they're not broken up that they're going to be more powerful than the government. And I can see that happening in a real way. So I, it's, it's really just dumb. It's really dumb to me. Okay. And like Jet said, uh, when she was on the show last time, she said something like Bezos, goodbye, everybody, <laughs> every homeless person and everybody, kids and all, every family like a house and still had millions of dollars left over, yep. hundreds of millions of dollars left over because he has just that much money. And uh, real quickly in chat, we have Zesco. Welcome, Zesco. Finally came to hey, the show. Zesco. Says real life Lex Luthor is doing the same thing Chinese markets have done for many years, offer to build uh, the products or service for them in some manner and then quietly copy the ideas and find means to make them at a less cost and sell cheaper 100% correct mm -hmm. and and here's the re here's the main reason why this why people people so when people look at these companies right they say they're big they're doing this that they're, they have all the money which is 100% correct you are you everything that you all have said is correct even to the point of genus talking about having more power than the government. But I want you to think about one other thing that these companies, all these companies share. They have access to your data, right? Facebook has access to all your data for friends, families, get togethers, all that stuff. Amazon has all the data to your buying needs, what you buy, how frequently you buy and so forth. Apple has access to all your phone stuff and all the stuff you do on your phone and so forth. And Google has access to everything you do on the internet. These are companies that have access to so much data and people don't look at how important data is going to be because data is the thing that drives everything. And when you look at ad revenue and so forth, these companies, think about it from this standpoint, these companies take up 70 percent of ad revenue so that means the last 30 percent 
is spread from small businesses to even bigger businesses like Microsoft, Sony, and so forth. That small little 30% chunk is spread to to everybody else in the world. That is crazy. And do they have too much power? Yes, they do. Think about it. You talk about bots and all these other things that could drive, manipulate. You can't do that without data. And these companies own all of it. They understand everything and how you do. They could build AI algorithms. And this isn't conspiracy. This is fact when you think about it and look at it. These are possibilities. They could do anything and all kinds of stuff to change how you think, view, and look at things. And it is nuts. And yeah, I agree. I think right now they need to be broken up, but to what Gina said, I think they're at a point right now they're so big, you can't break them up. How are you going to tell Amazon to break up, right? How are you going to say, Amazon, okay, stop selling third-party apps. You're not allowed to do that. How are you going to tell Amazon to stop doing that? Yeah, all those stores, yeah, you got to shut them down. You can't do that anymore. I mean, you can get Jeff Bezos married again and, and, and you know, they can walk off with more of his money. <laughs> That's a good possibility. <laughs> you know, Jeff is just going to show up lobbying and he'll just pop open the suitcase exactly. and he'll be like, are you sure you're saying the same thing? And he'll be like, exactly. nah. <laughs> I don't know what we were talking about. What's that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I just exactly. bought your seat. Get out. You're out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's move. needs to learn how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's move to the next uh, topic real quick, which is even talking about more companies buying stuff. Microsoft is now reportedly in talks to buy TikTok in the U.S. operations. Yep, they want to buy uh, TikTok, which is valued at about $50 billion. And then we talked about Microsoft and a lot of the money, their stocks have gone up. I've talked to two beers before, like I should have bought their stocks. They were $100 before or $120 before the COVID. And now they're up to 200 past $200. So yeah, um, I'm going to start off with you. Uh, Genus, how do you feel about uh, Microsoft buying TikTok? I mean, I, I guess it makes sense uh, from techno technological standpoint. I'm just curious to see what they would do with TikTok. How they would? I, I'm more like thinking of what they, how they were integrated into their gaming space. Um, but outside of that, is to me, it's just another secure cash grab. To me. Okay, and real quickly in chat, Mega Diesel says TikTok is spyware, to which Zesco agrees. Uh, Mega says it phones home and reports. No thanks. I'm going to go to you. <laughs> go, go to you, uh, Two Beers. What's your thoughts on Microsoft buying TikTok? Like, I have so many, um, like, uh, red flags about this. Like, not only the, uh, the President of the United States basically trying to force them to sell the... Uh, the app if they want to continue uh, doing business in the United States, but also like um, even me being an Xbox fan, Microsoft is the uh, the out of touch weird uncle showing up at a party of uh, people that that um, that that he that he or she is way past the age of trying to still be cool. Like they buy these up, they buy up these companies, and they have no idea what to do with them after they buy them. Uh, for instance. They killed Beam when they bought it and turned it to Mixer. Uh, they spent a ridiculous amount of money on um, LinkedIn, and nobody still knows what they're doing with that. And that was a couple of years ago, and they spent like what six billion on it. Like I feel that the only thing that'll happen with this is, like once again, they'll buy something. They don't know what they're going to do with it, and it'll most likely, like everything else, it'll just die. 
So I, I honestly don't understand it myself. Awesome. Uh, kind of took some of my points, but that's fine. Go ahead, Ruffin. <laughs> your thoughts. No, they kind of did the same thing to me. I'm just sitting there thinking, like, what is Microsoft going to do with TikTok? Of exactly. <laughs> it's like, I mean, like, I can't even figure out what to do with TikTok. What the heck is Microsoft going to do with TikTok? Yo, I get that um that picture, the Steve Buscemi picture, where it's like, like um like like hey kids, what, like uh, when he shows up with the baseball oh, with the skateboard, yeah, the skate- yeah, <laughs> that's Microsoft <laughs> right there. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I'm not had nothing. I think you automatically um, you got it from me. I'm, I look at it and, I'm, and I say, what's the what's the whole purpose of this, right? Like, like I see TikTok. I see TikTok. Only time I ever see or use, I don't even use TikTok. TikTok. Only time I ever <laughs> see is usually in tweets. Usually people put it in, and of the TikTok tweets that I actually look at, there's only a few of them that are political that I actually like. Like the one I sent to you once before, two beers, about the guy who who does a lot of the comedy sketches about the uh, comic books, but uses a lot of you know political stuff like Batman and Robin. Why why am I wearing a mask? Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> so it's not much but uh tiktok is in of course with all the young kids and younger crowds so i understand why there's um a need for it and like you said and like zesco says the weird uncle who's still trying to be cool but it's past their time yes i agree it's like they they know something's big and they're like okay let's pick it up that's the only thing i can see and like you, you already brought most of the folks could bring up mixer linkedin they they did nothing with it so but I reiterate it. I agree with you 100%. I'm, I'm ready for the next one. <laughs> As Zesco likes your analogy, she says it is the best one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was good. So in our last of our quick topics, uh, actually, no, we have one more after this. No, actually, no, this is the last one. Um... No, this is yeah. Th- no, we got one more at this. I'm sorry. I'm out. I'm out, folks. I, I forgot. I added the uh, one thing that threw me off the uh, Microsoft TikTok. Uh, Splinter Cell, and now we're hearing Beyond Good and Evil two video game products from Ubisoft are now being adapted into Netflix animated series. Video games is definitely in. It's a big billion dollar corporation. I'm going to start off with you. Roku, how do you feel about Splinter Cell and Beyond Good and Evil uh, coming to Netflix as animated series? Um, I mean, I think it would be a great thing, honestly. I mean, um, I'm a little bit concerned with the Splinter Cell side of things, only because um, with Derek Colstead, the co-creator of John Wick, being involved in it, it's it's going to be action-packed for sure. The problem is, is it going to maintain that whole in-depth story and attention to detail that like Tom Clancy would have given it? That's, you know, hmm. that's the one major thing I'm worried about with a property like like Splinter Cell uh, being put in hands like that. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'm going to go with you, Gene. That's your thoughts on uh, Splinter Cell or Beyond Good and Evil coming to Netflix. I'm actually a fan of Gene, we're missing. You might want to restart that over again. Yeah, was that? You need to disconnect or reconnect. I'll come back to you. Disconnect or reconnect. You're having issues on your mic. Go ahead, Two Beards. Oh. Your thoughts on this? Oh, the only thing I have to say is um, uh, that GNS is never going to get his Splinter Cell game that he wants. Like they're just going to keep doing stuff like this. 
you got the mobile <laughs> game and now you got animation and like they're, you're still no game in sight i'm sorry man they're, they're not going to give me that game <laughs> that's all i have to say over. go ahead gina your thoughts on it now that you're back uh i'm more looking forward to beyond good and evil uh animated series than i am splinter cell because like beers just said i've been waiting on the game for too long <laughs> But I think as long as the animation is done, uh, you know, not like cheaply, it should come off okay. And like Roku said, if it doesn't maintain that, uh, the essence of Tom Clancy and, and even some stealth type uh, of action, it might not go over that well. But I'm more looking forward to uh, Beyond Good and Evil because I know we're not getting that game also. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so so video games is definitely in we we heard reports of um man i just forgot the name of the game what's the game you just played uh gns with uh the zombies and jermaine uh, oh uh <laughs> the last of us last of two. us thank you <laughs> so we know that uh sony and a lot of sony products last of us I believe God of War, and it might have been another one, were picked Uncharted. up by H Uncharted. Yes, were picked up by HBO. We know Uncharted's got a movie coming out. We talked about that the other day. We know video games is big, right? And we know video games, in terms of being adapted to movies, aren't usually that good. <laughs> There's mm -hmm. like, you could count on your hand <laughs> the amount of good video game adaptions, but I still have faith in Netflix because they did do one very successful video game adaption, which is Castlevania, which uh, I oh, believe yeah. has two seasons and it's getting the third season. And I love Castlevania. I enjoy Castlevania a lot. So if they give Splinter Cell and they give Beyond Good and Evil that type of treatment, I'm for it. I'm 100% for it. And I'm with you. Uh, I would love to play another Splinter Cell game. But, uh, yeah, I don't think Ubisoft wants to do that series anymore, especially since I think it was a uh, Microsoft exclusive. So I think they, those two have to be in cahoots for it, for it, for us to get another one. Sounds about right. Oh, man. Oh, rest in peace, Splinter Cell. Yep, rip. <laughs> 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 All right, and the last one, which is a pretty uh, silly one. Microsoft Edge's browser was crashing if you had Google set as default search. Uh, yeah, this is pretty funny. The issue, of course, has been f temporarily fixed with just reset it back to, you know, to the base just, uh, settings and you should be okay. So that's pretty funny. I'm going to go with you uh, two beers first on this one. How do you feel about this? Uh, I'm not surprised by it at all. Like uh, both of the companies have been pretty petty. Like if you're... Um... Like if you sign into your your Gmail and Edge browser and you're using it exactly like you would in Chrome, like uh, Google will pop up with a message saying like, uh, "Wouldn't you, um, you could you could uh, wouldn't you wouldn't it be better if you were doing all this uh, in Chrome? Would you like to download now?" And I'm like, "No, I'm fine." And so like I'm not surprised that uh, they're going back and forth uh, messing with each other like this. Does not surprise me one bit. No problem. Uh... Roku, your thoughts? As someone who uses Chrome, I've not had this problem. <laughs> 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 but um, I mean, honestly, I don't even think it's any kind of conspiracy theory here. I think it really is just as simple as you know, just a coding clash between the two uh, between the two search engines. Because it, they, it seems like they fix it, they fix it pretty quickly. So I, I, I think that's it's something just super minor. 
Okay. GNS, your thoughts? Uh, just pretty much uh, Google being uh, Petty LaBelle, pretty much. <laughs> Petty LaBelle. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes you wonder if they do things to each other. They kind of discourage each other's browsers and their customers from using it. So I, I can almost kind of see going with the Petty LaBelle, Microsoft being pissed and saying hey yeah let's uh let's force people to use our <laughs> our search engine so they I say to, to google will we'll crash it automatically i can see them doing it but uh yeah we just talk about how messed up uh the windows 10 os is and every update just fucks something else up so, yeah uh, that that is also true that is yeah. also very true windows they need to get their act together all yeah. right let's go into uh entertainment entertainment so yes, we're happy. We're first article real quickly. We'll go. Uh, we'll show it real quick. It's coming from Deadline. Uh, Easter Rain Jordan Peele's Monkey Paul um, have linked up with uh, Universal uh, Studios for female identity genre movie called Sinkhole. And for those who don't know, Sinkhole is a thought-provoking genre movie that engages with the questions of female perfection and identity. It's a low seven-figure deal with Universal. Um, so I will go with you, Roku, on this. Are you interested wow. in, uh, <laughs> in seeing? Yeah, in seeing um, this movie, seven-figure deal is not bad, you know, to buy out a movie. But eh. um, be honest with you, I'm really not looking forward to it, even with Jordan Peele attached to it. Um, it's, it. I can't help but see it as, as nothing but a gimmick. Honestly, it's. The notion of identity is it's a throwaway concept, you know, just to try to make it seem like it's more deep than what it really is. Um, and just using one of her previous um, creations as an example, uh, I believe it was called Insecure. Um, she pretty much was just trying to bend concepts and notions for no other reason than just because she just wanted to balance the scales. So I, I have no real hope for a movie called Sinkhole or whatever the hell it is. Damn. So Roku's not a fan. Go ahead, G. That's your thoughts on uh, Sinkhole. <laughs> I, 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 on the other hand, uh, I'm really excited for it. Um, I did a little bit of um, reading about the, the book isn't even out yet. Uh, it's based on a book. Uh, and the young lady that wrote the book is actually from Washington State. So I'm really, uh, really excited for that. Uh, and the way they broke it down and explained what the book is about and which I'm pretty sure the movie would be about. I think it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, and, and I love to see more women, especially women of color in, in this type of horror, um, you know, psychological thriller, uh, <clears throat> uh, genre without, you know, being chased down and hacked in pieces. And, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, I'm pretty sure it's going to, maintain the creepiness and the eeriness of uh get out and us so uh, i'm down for it awesome and before i go to you uh two beers just to, as he was stating before um the screen rights this book was by uh, lena crow it was a short story which is about a young family that moves into a dream home despite the gaping sinkhole in the backyard the mysterious sinkhole manages to fix broken and destroy things however the story asks what if that thing is a person 
So go ahead and back to you, Two Beards. What do you think of Sinkhole? Uh, basically, the well, I was going to say the main thing I'm interested in, you just said it right there, like the whole, uh, like finding a sinkhole that basically can fix broken things and then all of a sudden the person starts to contemplate what if they throw their own self in there. That's what I'm most interested to see, like what happens when that person throws themselves into the uh, sinkhole, if anything. Like, um, does it become like like a um, a psychological, mental, uh, mental crazy person thing? Like, uh, what type what type of thing are they going to emerge to when they come out the hole? If they do, so I'm 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 very interested to see how they play it out. Okay, okay. Um, only comment is if we do find a sinkhole, can we throw Kanye into it? Maybe we could fix it. <laughs> no, you fucking break the sinkhole. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm 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 going with uh, mainly YouTubers and you, GNS. I'm for it, you know. Hey, uh, more stories, you know, more stories of people with color as leads, you know, different genres. I'm for it. Let's let's get it out. Let's take a look at it. Let's enjoy it. Let's hate it if it's bad, you know. But uh, let's get it created. Let's get more stories that, you know, more movies that tell our stories. I'm for it. And uh, it's interesting. Universal seems to be uh, picking up a lot of these uh, little movies. I wonder if him and uh, Universal and Jordan Peele have a deal. I'm curious. Hey, it feels like it. Yeah, it definitely it definitely does. Um, so for the next one, next story we have in entertainment is uh, CES. So CES is a show that comes around in January. Usually it's a tech show. For those who don't know, it, it shows basically it's consumer entertainment showcase. And um, basically it's all the newest techs, right? From TVs to phones to gadgets to cars to everything, you know, all new stuff is going to be coming out. And the way COVID is, I don't think uh, Las, excuse me, Las Vegas is going to be open come 2021. So um, for 2021, uh, they're announcing a actual digital uh, show for it because, you know, nobody wants to go to uh, COVID City, Las Vegas. So I'm going to start off with you, Roku. How do you feel about uh, CS? going uh digital next year um so i'll touch it on two points i guess <clears throat> bad news it's a considerable loss when it comes down to you know any kind of uh potential on hands um experiences that might have been possible there for tech that's you know possibly being released in the near future um that's i would say that would be the bad news side of things um good side of things i mean Nobody has to try to have a, a do it big, you know, experience, you know, keep your money in your pocket. And, you know, unless you want to do some NSFW type stuff and you know, just throw <laughs> your money at your TV screen and then pick it up when it's done. I mean, I don't know. That's right. We need our um, we need our robot strippers. What's, which which CS was the robot strippers at? Which one was that? Does I anybody remember? It was one of them. They had the robot strippers. They had the, uh, the VR, the VR game with the um, the uh, the attachment <laughs> to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, they, that was last year. Was that last year? Uh, I think it was even last year, or a year or two years, or a year before that. Uh, Go ahead, two beers. Your thoughts. Imagine having somebody walking on you with that out. <laughs> but um, I. <laughs> I uh, I completely agree with uh, Roku about the um, loss of the whole ability to have uh, the hands-on experience. Um, I personally have not been a fan. 
like uh, I, I can't say that they're bad because this is this is like an unprecedented unprecedented territory for um, all these like shows that have been canceled and people have to do these uh these online shows and even then they can't really do a proper like like a Nintendo Direct type thing because people have to work um uh, separately uh from their homes and stuff like that because they can't really pop in the studio and put something together. So like to me, all these things have been bad. Like uh, the video game shows have really, really made me miss E3 because like I haven't gotten enjoyment out of these video game shows like the way that I do when uh, when E3 comes around. Uh, I was real excited to hear about San Diego Comic Con going online, but it, to me, it just turned out being a big jumbled mess. So I really um, wasn't able to enjoy that the way that I felt I should have been able to. And I feel I'm going to get the more of the same out of this. We'll see what they put together though. I kind of feel your pain on that one, GNS. Uh, I I have to agree with uh, Beards uh, as far as being able to consume the content without it being like a garbled mess. I'm still going through uh, Comic Con's uh, stream over on IGN. I think I'm on like day two, and I have like four hours left, and I'm like, man, this is insane. I'm like literally, it's just all <laughs> over the place. It's just yeah. all over the place, man. I'm like, okay. I'm like taking notes on some cool things that that keep an eye out for, but mostly it's just it's just insane. It's insane, but uh, yeah. And I also understand what uh, Roku was saying about uh, people being hands-on potential buyers and uh, things like that that that'll hurt them in the long run. But yeah, man, it's it's just a weird time, and it's going to be a lot of adjusting if this doesn't get any better as far as how we consume and. Uh, enjoy the things that we like. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with Roku in terms of hands-on. I think that's the best part is everybody has an idea when it comes to CS and it's good to see those ideas, videos, but the best portion of it is actually seeing somebody try it and then tell you whether or not it works, it doesn't work, what bugs there are, things like that. Because anybody can always project a good idea like, Look at Sammy. Sammy's a robot that'll do everything for your family. And you can always put together a nice video in a small situation and yep. make it look like what it is, like it's the best thing ever. But when Sammy's out there on the floor and people are interacting with it, then that's when you get to see, yeah, it's not ready for another five years. Yeah, they got some stuff they need to fix. Or no, it's perfect, right? And I think uh, Roku nailed that with that statement of people not being able to get hands-on uh, with these uh, different exhibitions and different products is definitely going to be an impact. I think, uh, if anything, it's just going to sell a false um, a feel of yeah every, of all the greatness without actually uh, understanding whether or not it's ready, actually ready for consumers to actually use. And with two beards, I'm also going to agree with you, sir. I hope they have plenty of time. I hope they put together this show a lot better than, than Comic-Con was. Comic-Con was a mess. There was no advertisements at all for it. Like, you sent me something in Discord, like Comic-Cons, now I'm like, wait, it started today? In a couple hours? What? And then everything, it was just a mess with everything, trying to get to watch videos and so forth. It got to a point that I didn't even use it. I just waited for outlets to report whatever they were reporting from Comic-Con and looked at it afterwards. Same. Because it was it was such a Charlie Foxtrot of a mess. So, um... <laughs> Hopefully, you know, CS, they have plenty of time. It's, it's January, so all these companies have plenty of time to set up and do whatever they want to do. 
and hopefully whoever organizes it could partner with a good group to uh, put it together in one nice digital package and we could all watch it and see it, you know, like it should be, like it should be. Uh, any other thoughts before we move to the next topic? Mm-mm. All I'm going to say is, Mr. GX Drifter, you're not, you're not in the chat. We're not having another three-hour discussion like last week. But I just want to say, after <laughs> oh. look at this deadline, <laughs> what? I was right. I was right. I was right. I was right. AMC Universal Inc. a deal for theatrical businesses. Basically, what the deal says is basically before a movie comes out from Universal onto their VOD, it has to be in the theater at least 17 days before they can move it over to um, their bot services. So it has to release in theaters and then 17 days later, basically a little over two weeks, then it could be re- released on VOD. And the reason why I say I am right in these cases is because I keep telling people streaming services are fine, but for all these big companies, the money is in theatrical releases. They're hoping that this is going to go away and it could go back to what it I want to start off with you, Mr. Two Beards. How did you feel about AMC and Universal kowtowing to AMC and inking this deal uh, so that uh, they won't have their movies banned from all theaters going forward with the AMC um, label? Uh, GNS, you completely missed it. Um, GX Drifter and Con <laughs> talking about numbers. Con fucking malfunctioned. And... Um... <laughs> They went on like arguing for almost forty five minutes, going back forth about that. Yeah, dude, like I, I pulled, like I got me a cup of tea, pulled me a sandwich out, and I just like sat back. <laughs> what? Yeah, get it, man. Yeah, like even Mega was like trying to break stuff up over from the chat because it was like going on for that long. <laughs> oh my god, we were done. We were done at two hours. We were done at two hours. <laughs> and we were on the last topic for two uh, at two hours point, and by the time we were done conversation and we went to uh, what the fuck of the week, it was three hours and twenty minutes. Yeah. What? Yeah, they. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I was like, do not talk to Con about numbers. That shit is. Uh... <laughs> I do it for a living. Uh, Go ahead, two beers. Uh, Give us your thoughts on this, sir. Um, I, I just look at this as like um. Like one of those, uh, they had two sort of things. It's like, like uh, everybody's like basically trying to survive, and it's one of those things where like uh, uh, it's a different type of topic altogether. But it's one of those things that's so fucking stupid because where we're at right now, we didn't have to be here. But um, not getting into all of that, it's just uh, I'm not. It doesn't surprise me. They're they they run out of options. They need to figure out what they can do to to sustain their business. Hmm, okay. Um, GNS, your thoughts? Uh, well, my main takeaway and thought is the theaters have to be open for 17 days for you to make any money for it to go <laughs> to on-demand first. So the first step would be would be able to open the, the damn theater first. And that doesn't look like it's happening in this country anytime soon. So... So that that's my first takeaway, and my second thing is I wonder if other uh, studios like get on board with this same type of uh, model, business model. 
Hmm. Okay. So that, that's that's all I have to say about that. Roku. Look, I love the theater experience just as much as the next person, but you know, with a less than three week turnaround time and the possibility that this might dictate a trend to other major studios. Look, I am just as fine waiting three weeks and sitting at home with a with a, a bag of microwave popcorn and keeping it moving. <laughs> like, it's like, I agree. I uh, agree. Oh yeah. And, and then when we first covered the story, it was pretty interesting because it seemed like a AMC was targeting Universal directly because we remember we brought up so the I so okay so for all those who don't know, let me give you a quick refresher. Basically. Trolls World Tour came out on VOD. So Universal released it on their streaming services direct for people to watch on VOD. It did very well. It made over $100 million on VOD. So it did very, very well. But um, theaters were upset because it was supposed to come out in the theaters first. But, of course, COVID was starting to hit. A lot of theaters were closing, and they wanted to uh, make that money. So... When that happened, AMC, as well as um, the group that owns Cinemark Movie Theater, stated basically that because they did this and they broke this cardinal rule, they will never show another Universal movie in their theater ever again. And that's an AMC and Cinemark, which are the top two biggest theater companies out there. So, of course, Universal had to come back, come back to the drawing board, make friends and so forth, and ink this deal. But as we stated before... The funny thing was Warner Brothers came out with Scoob. Um, Disney was doing uh, uh, whatever Arsenal, Ethereal, whatever Foul. So other companies were doing the same thing where they were taking movies straight from the theater and moving them to their VOD or streaming services. But for whatever reason, AMC wanted to make an example out of Universal in this case. Um, So I kind of found that funny. So... Yeah, to to what GNS was stating before about theaters, it's it's very interesting what's going to happen. Uh, I know Tenant now, even though it's supposed to be delayed indefinitely, supposedly September fifth, Tenant's supposed to be coming out in theaters. So, who knows what's going to happen? Um, I wonder if the deal, yeah. like they state before, if it goes out overseas, is it two yeah, weeks from there? Week. Yeah, it comes back and then we watch it. And I'm with I'm with uh, Roku, dude. I'm 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 perfectly happy not going to theaters. I'm perfectly happy paying my twenty bucks, watching it with my wife, which is cheaper than what we normally would pay if we went exactly. to a movie theater, and and just watching it at home and being done with it. But yeah, it's uh, it is direct. It is definitely coming out uh overseas, and um, and then it'll it'll come out at the same time uh, um. It will come out at the same time uh, in the U.S. via bootleg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sailing to the Bay of Pirates, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, it's just interesting that there isn't more bootlegs and stuff like that, because, like, I watch VODs all the time, and, and you can watch it through your browsers, and other things and it's like dude it's so easy to rent a movie play it copy it and distribute it you would think there would be something out there that would you know help protect against it but eh, i guess they don't they don't care (laughs) i guess they don't care (laughs) i guess they figure you know at 20 bucks most people are going to rent it over you know watching it because there was a study back in the day said that if movies there's always people who are going to pirate 
but if a movie or something a product is reasonable people will pay the reasonable price over pirating so true all right anything else to add to this before we move over to our next section which will be video gaming nope okay so um here's one that if young yeah was in here he would say this is predatory practices so now marketers because we've always talked about how big video games are marketers are now experimenting with video ads on console games that's right folks video ads within console games now this is not anything new this is not anything new. I believe it was uh, either it was NBA 2K19 or 2K18. One of those games beforehand, you couldn't progress <laughs> between <laughs> games without watching actual ads. They literally had unskippable ads within the game. So you pay sixty dollars <laughs> to play the game. You you do what you have to do. Let's say you play a quarter, and then all of a sudden, before going and looking at stat, stats, you gotta sit there and watch. 10 minutes of unskippable ads. Yes, this is a new thing now coming to video games. I've talked in the last statement with the companies about how data and ad revenue was huge and them owning 70%. So I am not surprised by this garbage. I am going to start off with you, GNS. How do you feel about video ads in console games? Uh, it makes me uh, mad. Uh, it makes me want to uh, drive a stake through my foot. There's no reason for this <laughs> at all in the least bit. I mean, especially like for sports games, you know, put put uh, advertisements out in the crowd and stuff like that. But if you're playing a game like Horizon Zero Dawn and you get a Kia ad popped up somewhere, that's, that's going to be a little bit of jarring. Or if you want to get a certain type of achievement, you have to sit through so many seconds of ads it's it, it's it's just re- retarded and you know what i think it's actually gonna happen that's the sad part oh it's coming it's already happened like i said nba 2k19 is <laughs> already oh, I, I remember yeah my son uh, had to watch uh kia ads uh in between quarters <laughs> and it's it's not cool man yeah <laughs> here's the player of the game Brought to you by Kia. Buy a new Santa Fe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Roku, your thoughts uh, on this? Look, the day I see a commercial pop up in a game, I paid up as a sixty dollars for it a day. All these companies can go to hell. <laughs> it's like, it's like, look, I mean, r- r- real talk. Outside of mobile gaming, it's I don't really see how it works. It's like, no, I don't care about Bug Spray Shadow Legends. No, I don't need a weed whacker for the front yard. <laughs> and, and no, I'm not going to disrespect this podcast by advertising for a company. I got to no bag. I'm not saying their name. So with that being the case, <laughs> so, like, so for, for real, for real, I, I no, I, I refuse. Hulu the games can go to hell. oh yeah it's definitely gonna come in full force uh besides the um nba uh one that you brought up i remember them also doing uh in one iteration of street fighter where like they were just placing all these horrible like uh ads all over the fighters clothes and stuff like that and it just made the game like super oh, fucking yeah. ugly. I remember yeah. that. I remember <laughs> so, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
it's like I, I you know I'm I'm already know that uh probably um EA Activision and uh and 2K are jumping at the bit for this sort of thing. Um I will say that like uh if you can do it in a way that doesn't break the immersion, you're um it, it, it's still going to come off corny or cheesy no matter how you apply it. But for example, like uh, Death Stranding's uh, monster energy drink everywhere throughout all throughout the game. Like uh, yep. if you do product placement like that, it's not as bad as uh, as actually making you stop stop the game to actually like watch an advertisement. Uh, or you can also do things like um, I think the the best way to implement this sort of, implement this sort of thing is if you make it a choice. So if I'm playing a uh, a grinding game like a looter shooter. And let's just say that um, Bungie is like, uh, like, all right, if you uh, if you watch like ten ads a day, you'll get this exotic weapon. Like, at least I'm getting like something out of it for my time to actually sit and watch instead of being forced to watch it. So, like, I uh, I think as long as you put a choice in there and you do it smartly, it won't be as bad. But we'll see how it rolls out. For all those who are listening live, you will be the only ones to hear Two Beers comments because I am going to edit that comment out and I don't need him giving people ideas and companies ideas. I gotta watch ass to get certain cuts So I'm glad you're here live because you guys get to listen to it. Everybody else, they don't get to listen to that garbage. Oh my god. And uh, <laughs> to write from what you said, yeah. So as as and everything is nothing new. We before we even knew what product placement was, um, it was in everything. Most of the time, we just thought it was something in 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 shows, video games, and all, just to say, yeah, it's real world, right? You know, somebody sits, family sits down, eats KFC, right? As long as they're not like, ooh, I'm eating this great KFC. They're just eating KFC in a box is there. It's just to add realism. Most people would think about that, right? And we've seen it in video mm-hmm. games. But here, I don't want ads, but I understand. And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to play advocate here, but I understand why ads are being put into games because games are becoming so expensive now. Like, they're, they're getting to the point of movie budgets to double movie budgets. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. Like, Grand Theft Auto had the same movie budget as, like, Avengers movies. So, it's, I, I understand, you know, when you have something, you want to be able to cut, you know, the costs. So, you sell revenue and ad space and all that stuff. I understand. But as, from a gaming standpoint, if I'm playing a free-to-play game, then yes, load it with ads, do whatever you want. That's just the, the price uh, of admission when you want to play those games. But when we're paying 60 or possibly $70 for a video game, we don't want ads in it, even though we're nope. licensing that software, not owning it, licensing as per the EULA. Still, we don't want ads, right? It's bad enough that you put loot boxes and battle passes to make us pay for extra content in it you know going forward and now you're going to put in ads where we got sitting and wait nah i I don't care for it and i and i know it's coming i I know it's coming i i'm just not i'm just not for it i'm just definitely not for it but this is a new time this is Mm -hmm. a new age in time anything else to add to it before we go to um the stadia of video games 
<laughs> All right. We're going to go to the Stadia video games. Every once in a blue moon, we keep talking about Star Citizen. You know, folks, that game that grossed over $300 million. $300 million. A game that was supposed to be out in 2016. And it's now still in development and nowhere close to being done. And now fans are starting to get upset. That's right. Looking at Kotaku, it states eight years in development. Star Citizen fans are increasingly upset with Star Citizen is still being Star Citizen, which is basically it's not going out anywhere. And for those who don't know, it's now nearly August and fans haven't seen or heard a thing prompting Reddit post uh oh and threads on the game's own forums complaining about this and asking sometimes in less polite terms what's up to which uh, they responded um, so now we have not they responded but the company used to put out these uh, development roadmaps and we looked at it on the show like the development roadmaps were garbage it, it was like it was just straight garbage it was like we're gonna add this this feature, this one little ad here, there, and I understand, right? Video games, you, you gotta put a lot of stuff, but people want to see major, actual things being done for a video game, right? Show us when the actual game is going to come out, and I think people who spent, for most, if you look at the amount of people that are playing, most if you average it out, most people are probably spent over a million dollars. Now I'm not saying average people are paying spending a million dollars. I'm just saying we average it out. All the money from the high people with a lot of money to the low people, it comes out to probably over close to uh, about a million dollars per person Jeez. in terms of the development for this. So I want to start off with you, Roku. One, why do people keep funding this? Two, do you think it's going to come out? And three, is this the big, biggest video scam of all time? Um, <laughs> development held a game. Um, <laughs> like no, in all seriousness, this is literally like Duke Nukem all over again. And I, I have to genuinely say, I feel sorry, for, you know, for all the people that are angry, rightfully so, about this whole thing. The sad thing about it is, is the longer this goes, the longer it's delayed, the lower the chance this is it's actually going to be good. And with them already being what three hundred million in the hole, and they haven't put their foot on the gas because they have no clue where they're going, yeah, they might as well just stop now. Like just. Yeah. Just, mm -hmm. yeah. Mega Mega in chat says it's Frank Ocean Studios. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Two beers. Oh gosh. <laughs> the Blagio the MGM Grand. Oh <laughs> man, I um I I don't understand it. I um we talk about this constantly. Like uh like um I do feel bad for the first people who actually they 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 uh they put their harder money into this because they finally thought their um like the closest thing they're going to get to 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 uh actually being immersed in a uh an open world spark a star uh space adventure uh was going to come out through these guys but it's like after years and years and nothing really the show and like um and they just still just keep taking money and not a not giving you a clear line of anything that comes out. Like I like at this 
at this point. I, I can't even make a joke about it anymore. I don't know what, what people are expecting out of this game. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 my, I myself, I'm waiting for it to show up on American Greed probably two years from now. Like, uh, <laughs> 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 oh man, I wish I could do the guy's voice, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, like, I that's where I'm waiting for this to show up at because I, I don't, I don't see, uh, I, I think they're just going to keep going and going because they don't have a pipeline. The, uh, the main guy doesn't, um, the, the main guy is suffering from, um, feature creep, so he basically wants to keep, um, Every time he has a new idea, he wants to add it to the game, and like they don't have any clear, uh, as um, as said before me, they don't have any clear uh, line of path or pipeline of where they want to take the game. So that's a clusterfuck altogether. Awesome, Gene. That's your thoughts. Uh, my thoughts is to purchase No Man's Sky for a, <laughs> <laughs> for a smaller scale experience and uh, just save your money and um, and and just go that route. <laughs> okay <laughs> alright so the next one is pretty interesting the next topic uh, I will start off with you two beards on this one evidently we'll never see Silent Hill because Konami is now making PCs gaming machines that's right folks I didn't lot stutter Konami the game company is now making and shipping out gaming PCs as seen here Two beers, your thoughts? Not surprised at all. I am surprised at the um, what they're offering, uh, what they're offering build wise for the price that they're offering seems like a ripoff. Um, but other than that, like um, Konami makes hella bank off their pachinko machines, uh, off of uh, casino gaming machines, like uh, like things of that nature. They and they're probably going to make money off of this, like selling probably custom. Um, cases that that match their beloved characters like gamers konami don't want you they have no reason to come back to making games like they they have no reason to to funnel uh, millions and millions of dollars into a uh funnel millions of millions of dollars into a game and like take that 50 50 risk of if the game's even going to sell well like your best interest is having a company that still makes games basically uh get the rights to license one of Konami's characters and they're not going to sell the characters because they put them in their pachinko machines. So like, um, yeah, not surprised there. They, uh, Konami knows how to make bank without gaming. All right. Uh, GNS, are you going to buy one of these machines? What do you think about it? Uh, I will not be purchasing <laughs> any uh, Konami gaming PCs. And I pray to God that they just sell the damn IP so other people can develop games for the IP. Other than that, I don't have anything to say about Konami. <laughs> wow. I know I know Mega's looking for a PC. Maybe Mega will go out and buy himself a Konami PC. <laughs> Roku, your thoughts? <laughs> your thoughts? Look, seeing this company that's had, you know, all these incredible IPs like Contra, Castlevania, Silent Hill, and Metal Gear just go this route. Like, look, I'm pretty sure they do make tons of money this way. I'm pretty sure they make tons of money off their off of their pachinko machines and everything else like that. But as a gamer, first, I, I look at this and just have to say they they are the embodiment on a corporate scale of 
failing to die a hero and living long enough to become the villain. And it's pretty <laughs> ironic. It's, pre- it's pretty ironic for it to be a game company that this happens to because in games, the villain typically doesn't win. So I'm hoping Kodeo G- Kojima is getting his laughs in right now, honestly. <laughs> wow. Wow. And Mega says, nope, he doesn't want to buy one of these. Uh, PCs and yeah, looking at the price, I mean, like the Air Spear C700, it's literally three thousand two hundred and five dollars. You get an i7 9700, an i7 9700, an RTX 2070 Super, sixteen gigs of RAM, and you get a 512 M.2 SSD, and that's three thousand dollars. Nah. Yeah, I can build a machine with that money. Yeah, that much better. That much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I9, the whole thing. Top of the line graphics card. At I9, it'll be, that'll net you right there. Just under a thousand. And then, yeah, it, it's, that's that's way too expensive. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how it happens. Who knows? Maybe in Japan, that's, they have a need for this. So, um, oh, fuck. That's, that concludes our gaming, which brings us, unfortunately, into topic of news, and we gotta talk about Orange. Yep, we gotta talk about the man, Mr. Mr. Trump himself. Uh, let's, let's just, let's just play the video real quick, my god. President Trump on Thursday suggested delaying the 2020 elections, something that he does not have the power to do unilaterally, as he levied fresh attacks against mail-in voting. Trump is badly trailing presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden in the national polls, and he framed the suggestion as a question and argued that with more mail-in ballots, there would be more fraud. Trump tweeted, quote, with universal mail-in voting, not absentee voting, which is good, 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. It will be a great embarrassment to the USA. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote? There is no evidence to support the idea that either absentee or mail-in ballots increase voter fraud. It also does not appear that there will be universal mail-in voting in the fall, though some states require mail-in ballots. So, uh, should we delay the actual election and whether or not the uh, mail-in vote should be mandatory within all 50 states? Uh, we definitely should not uh, delay the election and like um, mail-in uh, voting should be uh, mandatory over putting people's lives in jeopardy. But we have a completely um, we have a completely fucked up uh, political system. It's corrupt from the top to the bottom uh, going all the way back up to our earlier topic of uh, of corporate money in the politics. Like like it, it's all it's all bad. Basically, you got a few. uh you got a few good eggs and in like an all bad batch, so <clears throat> none of this surprises me. Um, the the electoral college elected a uh, a uh, a fucking uh, baby who um, who can't take losing, whose ego and pride can't uh, can't have anybody say anything bad about him. He refuses to lose to a a candidate who's in cognitive decline right now. Yeah, like it's not surprising at all. We're talking about this man's actions. Like um, a man who just can't, who can't even get on the TV without having a lie come out of his mouth. A man who can't get on TV without uh, actually bigging up himself, uh, saying that he's the best president that the United States has ever had. That, like, just like everything, like uh, like the insecurity of this man is like fucking phenomenal. 
Like uh, we always make jokes about the whole the person who didn't get enough hugs when they were younger or didn't get enough te- uh, attention. That is that is this uh, guy in spades. Like him calling for this because he actually knows that he's uh, there's a there's a big possible chance of him losing. This is right on brand for him. The funny thing is, like uh, before COVID and before everything messed up, he nine times out of ten he would have won against Biden. But he basically gave uh, he basically gave the whole election um, on the platter to Biden because his handling of this uh, pandemic just shows how ba- how bad of a leader he is. But yeah, um, that's my my take on it. But you're talking about handling the pandemic. The pandemic's a hoax. We covered this in in the beginning. Oh yeah, that's right. It is a hoax. <laughs> I'm, I'm still waiting for my check. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, real quick. To you, uh, GNS, I ask same question. What's your thoughts on it? Uh, <laughs> um, I think the mail-in vote is the way to go. Um, I just, I just find this whole administration, everything that we've went through the last four years, just draining and exhausting. Man, like at this point. You know, and whoever can hear my voice, especially, uh, you know, down the line, if you're absolutely able to, and if you know anybody that is not able to and that you don't have a view on voting, please go out and register to vote and vote. We have to get this guy out of here. At this rate, we might not have a country in another four years. It might be something completely and totally different. We have to get this guy out of office. It's sickening, it's disgusting, it's gross. That's just the best way to put it simple and, and, and to cut it short. Uh, this is just, it's retarded. The guy says this stuff and then a few hours later recants the whole thing that he just said in a damn tweet that the whole internet seen. And he's done this millions of times. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's infuriating. And it's scary at the same time to see the people that he incites, people that were laying dormant, <laughs> like uh, Roku said for thousands of years. <laughs> now, 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 now they feel some type of power with this guy in office, and now they're popping up even out here, which I haven't, I was telling Beards, I haven't dealt with any nonsense uh, a whole lot since I've been out here on the West Coast, but oh boy, the last three months, people have been showing their ass. And mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, when I say showing their ass, showing their whole complete ass. So, uh, as far as hearing people saying that I want to make, I wish <clears throat> I could make Washington State a red state. Um, uh, um, going into a grocery store with this huge. Uh, make America great hat again, like something that their grandmama made for them, not the actual one from the store. It's like some <laughs> knockoff make America great again hat or in shirt. Uh, it's it's just ridiculous, man. People are making themselves look like idiots. So the sooner we can get this guy out of office, the sooner that we can get some type of balance to the system, the better. And that that's all I have to say about it. This wow. man said 
This man said they came through with the flea market manga on the MAGA head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The letters were all misshaped. And that, 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 that's, the art, that's the artist side. I mean, I'm looking at it like, oh, man, look at that stitch work, man. This is <laughs> probably all this middle. Amigo. Amigo. Oh, man. Roku, your thoughts? Um, when it comes down to this whole thing, the mail-in voting is going to have to happen. Um, is it probably going to have some problems? I'm sure. But at this point, it just comes with the territory because, I mean, just with the state of the country as it is right now. Um, you know, but whether or not he wanted, whether or not the uh, election should be delayed, of course not. I mean, it, it's kind of ironic that months ago he was saying that the election wouldn't be delayed. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, we need to delay the election. You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like, of course he wants to delay the election. You know, but even other Republicans are looking at him and going, dude, that's, that's not a good idea. <laughs> like, do, you, do you really want to give him more time to hate you? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what Trump or lose? Yeah. <laughs> Election <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> that's that's right, Mega. He's like Lysol. Hey, don't forget UV rays. Mega says Lysol. Lysol kills Corona. Can we put UV under their skin? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> watching Blade and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a meme I saw. It was Trump laying on a tanning bed with a like sipping Lysol, and he had like a his VP with like a mirror <laughs> trying to like aim UV light up his behind. I was like, "Yo, that's too stupid!" <laughs> wow. Jeez, uh, man. Uh, so <sighs> when I look at this, I, I part of me says this is just Trump grasping at straws, right? He knows his time's up. He's grasping at straws. But then, the conspiracy con going back to the model, <laughs> the conspiracy con in me starts looking at it and, and I start thinking, I remember about two years ago where basically this man was talking about talking to his, his people, rolling them up so that if he didn't get another term in there, they would be there with guns blazing. I'm. Re- I think he's really setting it up right now for when he lost, when he loses this election, to have people and have an actual civil war. When when he loses the election come November, and I'm kind of scared to see how this 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 fucking country is going to react when this idiot's out of office and their their leader, their god, is no longer in power. I'm 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 really afraid to see how how they're going to react to all this. I don't know if it's civil war, if it's going to what what's going to come into it, because it's a lot of stuff that I've been seeing now. It none of it makes sense, none of it makes sense. But as as GNS said, do what you gotta do. Anyone who's listening, do what you gotta do to get this man out of office. He's he's not helping this country. He's destroying it. He's sending us so far back, and you guys can't even fucking realize it. People don't oh, even, yeah. people don't even realize the amount of fake money that they're printing just to stay afloat, and that money's not even going to you. It's going to <laughs> to billionaires and millionaires so they can invest in other stuff. So that way, when this fucking economy crashes, they're set, they're good, because they had the money and all everything they needed to invest in other things. While you know your house, your job, everything is nothing, and you're now a third world country because <laughs> your economy crashed because you know. That's all they've been doing was financing the rich. So, all these muppets out there that w- that want to support this man, so be it. Let it be your downfall. But mm-hmm. um, 
it's, it's, it's time to get this motherfucker out of office. And I, I just need to be able to get to Canada. His <laughs> <laughs> name. Yeah, it's gonna be a long time, folks, before you can go to Canada. This oh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking about uh, somebody smuggling me and my family. Uh, in Canada. <laughs> Serious, man. I, I don't think you're far off. I really do think that um he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a huge temper tantrum. He's gonna nod us. He's not going to hand over um his reins to uh Biden after losing. And I think all the um all the uh the people who have gotten like um super delusional about wanting a uh, a civil war, they're gonna be right there with their their vest on and their their guns and everything like that, ready to uh, have some sort of fight to keep their uh to keep their man there. I noticed that we lost some viewers while we were t- talking about the Orange Man, and I just want to say that um, I'm sorry that you uh, that you voted for a person that um, that looks like um, Captain Toast uh, Cap- <laughs> that looks like Counter Toast Man at, uh, that he missed uh, <laughs> some time in the gym. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that you that, um, that you voted for the. Uh, the lost Umpa Lumpa from uh, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, who wanted to become a to become the president. I'm 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 sorry for you that you voted for this idiot. Like uh, but hopefully that hopefully we will all unite together, get him out of office, and then we will work on getting the right people in Congress and uh, to actually start making actual real change in this uh, country. And you will do um, better for that as well. So is, yeah. is, is it so bad that we're right now the best that we could get is going back to the status quo? Is, is, At this is, moment, is not, isn't that not wrong to think about? Like that's the best thing we can hope for right now is going back fucking, to status quo. It's fucking terrible. It's like I had to sit back and I had to to wrap my mind around uh, to to get myself in the uh, the um, moment to go out there and and push. Uh, to push a uh, Jim Crow Joe because I like um I am seriously on the the level of fuck Biden but it's like like I already know the guy that's in there he really he really wants to be a, an authoritarian dictator so bad and he's already done like a bunch of dictator shit since he's been in office like um um as I always as I've uh, said uh, dead horse a lot of times um I've learned so much about the way that uh, this country works since this guy's been in office. Like uh, all these things that I used to think were checks and balances and rules to uh, to keep the president's powers in check. I just found out that they're just suggestions that the president's not actually um, held back by any of these things. So it's like, yeah, if he's already doing all this shit now, if he's constantly breaking all these things that are supposed to be things that the president is supposed to do, just imagine what he's going to do when he gets... Uh, when he gets um, back in for the uh, next four years. And just imagine when he appoints more judges that are in his line of thinking. Um, just imagine all the rights that, uh, that, uh, that, that people that look like us and other people of color are going to lose one by one. Uh, and all the people who are right now uh, tap dancing for him like you feel you're going to be safe because you you feel like being a yes man and an apologist is actually going to get you through these times. But just like everything else, as you've already seen this man, all you have to do is get on his bad side once and like he will uh, he will throw you under the bus and and roll it over and, and back up on you. So. Like, yeah, I'm um, 
I'm hoping we I'm hoping we uh I'm hoping for the best case scenario that he'll just lose. He'll have a little tantrum, but he'll just walk out and uh and then we can go on and figure out what we can do for the uh, <clears throat> do to get past status quo for the next four years that we'll have. Awesome. All right, real quick, uh, one of our last topics before our, uh, which should be the what the fuck of the week, but <clears throat> semi what the fuck of the week. But anyway, we have, I, I don't even know how this was even a thing, but <laughs> the House votes down an amendment that would have stopped the military from recruiting via Twitch. Oh, yeah. Which went down by uh, 292 to 126 votes. All all Republicans pretty much said nay. And 103 Democrats had to say nay for this bill to get shot down. And we have AOC, of course, talking about imagine trying to explain to your colleagues who are members of Congress what Twitch is. Yeah, it's like trying to teach your grandpa. This is what Twitch is, grandpa. What, what, <laughs> what? So I'm going to start off with you, Roku. What, what, why does the military need to recruit via Twitch? Because they're hoping that, you know, these kids could take and do a 360 no scope on the battlefield or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> it's like, I mean, look, have you seen the sick battlefield vids? I mean, like, jump out of an airplane, shoot down a, you know, another another jet with a, a sniper rifle and then land back in your jet in mid flight. I mean, come on. It's like they're, they're looking for this. They need these types of skills on the battlefield, man. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, but you know, you, you got to kind of have to expect this from the same people that think Dragon Ball is anti, so it's kind of like... <laughs> wow. 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 Very true. Very true. Go ahead, <laughs> Um, <laughs> Roku said it all. Uh, he's covered every point that I was basically going to cover. Like, this is the same... Um, this is the same. This is the same Congress that was arguing at Zuckerberg. Who uh, was arguing at Zuckerberg, asking him, uh, asking uh, him, why, <laughs> why was their account banned on Twitter? <laughs> and I'm like, wrong, uh, <laughs> wrong companies, my guy. <laughs> so like, uh, so yeah, it's it's um, it's it's one of those things where like the argument is made that uh, like if you, not that an old person can't do the job, but if they're super out of touch with reality like that, it's time for new blood in the system. And then on top of that, um, as far as the military goes, like, uh, also not surprised. Um, like, uh, they've been, they've been, um, they've been doing all sorts of things like forever to, to, to try to drive recruitment numbers up. But yeah, everything else I would have covered, uh, Roku already said, <laughs> no problem, no problem. I'm gonna go real quickly before you GNS so I don't forget the train of thought, but I understand why as you wanted this, right? You wanna get as many people and right now Twitch is probably one of the biggest places to reach out a lot of youth and uh get them, but you would think as Roku was saying, Call of Duty and all these other video games entice children to go in the military already. <laughs> you know, you would think that a lot of them will want to go ahead and serve and issue actual guns that they've been playing with, you know, since they were kids. But who knows, maybe as you stated two beers, maybe it's something where you it's something where uh it's just not enough people to want to go into the military and 
they felt, hey, let's start impacting kids with with video games since, once again, <laughs> video games are big. Um, so uh, quickly, go ahead, uh, Gene, that's your thoughts on this. Uh, what I was going to say was uh, I feel like the recruitment is super low. And, um, like, you know, it's not like, you know, 1985 and a guy gets out of high school and says, oh, I'm going to go make a life for myself. I'm going to join the Army. Now there's, like, so many different opportunities and things available for the youth that they don't have to go and potentially get their head blown off uh, to make some money. So, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to do anything that they possibly can. You know, grabbing that straw, trying to get some kids to go and uh, and join. But I mean, especially in this uh, in this administration, nobody wants to go and fight for this guy in office, man. So they're trying everything that they can do. All right. So that's it. That brings us to our last comment, our last mm. topic, which should be the what the fuck of the week involving the leader of our new trinity of fuck yous, Mr. Terry Crews. Uh, Mr. Terry Crews. Before, yep. before, so for those who don't know, let me real quickly go into for those who are under a rock maybe who don't pay attention but right here we have a tweet from Terry Crews which he did not take down which is currently still on his uh, Twitter where he took the word coon which is a racial slur against black people and he tried to flip it into a positive quote unquote by saying it stands now for it's an acronym for conquer our own negativity and before two years before mega diesel goes in and says let's ensure that black lives matter doesn't become black lives better i i just want to say one thing who would have ever, who in their rightful mind would have ever thought, and I'm sure Roku's going to say he did, but who would ever <laughs> thought that in White Chicks, this was really the dude all along? Are you telling me? You? <laughs> I know. Uh, wait, wait. Oh, the, the deception. The betrayal, man. You deceived me. Calm down. I'm an FBI agent. I was uncovering a... Negro, please. Didn't somebody tell you this was an all-white party? Huh? Someone get this jigaboo away from me. That's right. It is an all-white party, folks. <laughs> so, I'm going to go first on this one. And the only reason why I'm going to go first is probably because I'm the only one who will somewhat say something positive on Mr. Terry Cruz's behalf, I am going to play advocate for Mr. Terry Cruz. And mm. let me let me first start off by saying <laughs> what Terry Cruz said and what Terry Cruz posted was not correct. And I understand there's this march by a lot of black people to take <laughs> negative things like such as the word and I hate to say it but the word nigger and change it to the word nigga as a friendly term instead of a negative term to try to flip it but even with stuff like that I don't always agree with it and 
and I understand why he took this word, right? And the reason why he took this word is because a lot of people on the internet, because of his different mice and different thoughts, have called him by this word and have said he's king of this word, which is to <laughs> conquer our own negativity. And I understand as a person who gets beat up and and who's as sensitive as he is, right? And I keep saying sensitive because this man has said many times that he's been bullied growing up his whole life. And and he, he, as, even though you see this big jack dude, he's a sensitive guy and, you know, he has feelings too. And, and we, we need to understand that he's a person who just has different thoughts. So for Terry to do this, I understand why him in his own mind thought that this was the correct thing to do to make an acronym for this racial slur. But <sighs> Terry, this was not the move, sir. This was not the move. Um, some of the tweets that said Terry Cruz just made an acronym for Coon, put 2020 in the rice. Another person says, <laughs> we the black delegation want to trade Terry Crews for a southernmost continent of Antarctica for what penguin? Terry Crews at C-Man says what Terry Crews sees when he looks in the mirror. So, I understand. Alright, I'm done. I can't, I can't, I can't, can't pay for this guy. Go ahead. I want to leave Roku last because I know he's going to have some good words. Go ahead, uh, Gina, I'll let you go first. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just think at this point, um, all the signs were there. We just didn't see them. And uh, now that we know, we know uh, everybody's entitled to their own opinion and train of thought and mind. But uh, a a as long as it's taken us to get over the N-word and the different connotations of the N-word to now have this guy come along and throw another word out there and try to put a positive spin on it. Uh, it's it's doing way more damage than it is good. And uh, hopefully he doesn't get a blood clot in his neck from flexing all the muscles. And that's all I have to say. All right. Before I go to you, Two Beards, one of the people, and I saw this tweet, stated, Sir, you have looked at the acronym of your message thought movement. I love your work and family value, but do not agree with you on some of your stances. But this acronym is not you. It's not an, it is an outdated term used to tear each other down. To which Terry Crews responded, I agree, that word is horrible, but I've learned to catch the lemons thrown at you, make lemonade, <clears throat> then make lemon bars, make lemon scent hand sanitizers, sell the rinds in the spice aisle for barbecue lemon pepper wings and then take the seeds and grow more lemon trees. So he, once again, going oh, back to, geez. I've been tossed a word, so I'm going to flip it into something else. So you two beers, what are your thoughts on uh, Terry Crews? I'm keeping this short because I know um, uh, Roku's going to go scorch earth on this. <laughs> 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 no, I got two quotes. That's it. I got two quotes. I got two quotes. That's all I'm going to take. Oh. Dude, man, like, uh, <laughs> it's just uh, every time, like, I would pop open Twitter, and I don't think I was talking to a bunch to a bunch of you guys. Like, it's a shame where I can't even like go on here and just see art and shit like that. As soon as I t see that Terry Cruz's name is trending, I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck even said now? And like, uh, <laughs> each time it gets worse and worse. But then I saw this. I was like this motherfucker that took coon and made an acronym out of it. 
Where did they do that at? <laughs> Conquer your own fucking negativity, huh? And then it's like I went to his page because I was like, maybe he explains it more, but of course he doesn't. And then right underneath of that, he's retweeting some guy who's putting out some shit called black on black. I'm like, man, you know, fuck this dude. <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> like, like fucking scorched earth, like shot, put him into the fucking sun. Fucking like, I, I don't want to hear anything else he has to say. And for a while there, I was like, you know what? Maybe he'll come to his senses. He can like crawl back from this. Nah. <laughs> This dude's like too fucking far gone. Like wow. a bunch of people have been bullied in their lives. A bunch of people have uh, been treated badly by um, by certain types of people and stuff like that. But like the level that this motherfucker, like, uh, like he's he's super quiet about he's super quiet about the dude uh, being choked for eight minutes and forty six seconds. He's super he's super quiet about. A teenage black girl being fucking German suplexed by uh, uh, a crusty, hus- uh, a crusty, dusty motherfucking adult cop uh, male. But as soon as the Black Lives movement is going around, we got to make sure that Black Lives Matter doesn't become Black Lives Better. I don't want black supremacy because supremacy, that's just as bad as white supremacy. This is when you like, this is when he takes his, tar- his uh, time to actually say something. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, sir, he did say something about George. Le- I mean, he did say something about George Floyd. He says um, he could have been George Floyd. <laughs> no, he couldn't. Oh, no. no way, Bobby. That was his, that was his. That was his. He got to the George car. Floyd. He was like, "Do you need me to flex for you, officer?" <laughs> <laughs> I can make my thigh muscle jump. <laughs> all idiot. right, you know, I'm I'm off this. I'm uh, handing over to Roku. <laughs> yep, go ahead, Roku. All you, sir. So, like I said, I just got two quotes, and these come thanks to the boondocks. People say to me, Ruckus, I say, huh? Who said that? They say, how do I make it to white heaven? Well, start by asking yourself, how was my relationship with the white man? Do you celebrate the white man's goodness every day? <clears throat> do you stop and thank the white man for the food you eat and the clothes you wear? Huh? Well, if you don't, you go into hell. Now, I want everybody who isn't white to turn to a white person to say thank you. <laughs> Followed up by. <laughs> well, there are those of you who say I'm a racist. There are those of you who say I'm wrong for hating niggas. Well, I call you all hypocrites because each and every one of you can name 10 niggas you hate right now if you had to. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that speaks for the moment. Oh, oh man! <laughs> mm, fucking bro! <brother. laughs> <sighs> 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 Thank you, Mr. Terry Cruz. That should have been the what the fuck of the week. That literally should have been the what the fuck of the week. Terry Cruz. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna end it with what Charlemagne said on the Breakfast Club. Use the acronym "Son." Shut up and work. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, good. Oh, gosh. Oh, all right. So let's let's let us go to the actual what the fuck of the week, right? 
So, I have two what the fuck of the weeks, but the first one is a minor, right? They're both for the same thing. So, these are both the same, but we're going to show you how, one, how regular people do it, and then we're going to show you how Florida does it. There we go. So, first, what the fuck? Tennessee lawyer, lawmakers uses federal funds to pay for wedding lavish lifestyles. Feds say Tennessee State Center was charged with swindling $600,000 in federal funds to pay for a wedding finance lavish lifestyle. Federal prosecutor announced Wednesday from 2015 to 2019, State Senator Katrina Robinson uh, is accused wow. of stealing money from money that was granted to the healthcare institute a company she directed at corner prosecutors in addition to covering her wedding cause robinson the democrat from memphis district elected in 2018 is charged with using funds to pay for her honeymoon pay legal fees for her divorce <laughs> also the feds say and with the stolen money she paid for her daughter's 2016 g renegade home improvements a five hundred dollar handbag <laughs> and uh, invested in snow cone business run by children. So yeah, so she's charged with uh, embezzlement. So six hundred thousand dollars this woman oh, stole God. for um, to pay for weddings and other stuff, right? That's that's Tennessee. Let's look at how Florida does it. All right, Florida man who used COVID relief funds to purchase a Lamborghini sports car. A Florida man was arrested and charged with fraudulently obtaining $3.9 million in paycheck protection program, the PPP loans, remember, out for COVID companies, and using those funds in part to purchase a sports car for himself. Authorities seized $318,000 sports car and $3.4 million Mm -hmm. from the bank account at the time of arrest. David Hines, 29, Miami, Florida, was charged criminal... A uh, complaint unsealed today upon initial appearance before U.S. Uh, magistrate Judge uh, Oliver. Where is it? Oh, yeah. Complaint alleges that Hines saw approximately $13.5 million in PPP loans through applications to insure financial institutions on behalf of different companies. The complaint alleges that Hines uh, had to be submitted fraudulent loan applications and made numerous false and misleading statements about companies' uh, respective payroll expenses. This dude went out and bought a 2020 Lamborghini Huracan sports car <laughs> valued at $318,000. So this so this is you have one woman in Tennessee who's skimming little by little by little pay for wedding here, pay for divorce there, pay for a truck here. While in Florida, he said, "Fuck that. Hold my <laughs> beer. I'm going to take 3.9 million dollars." And I'm gonna go buy me a brand new Lamborghini. Balls to the wall. Balls of the God. wall. I'm gonna start off with you, Roku. Your thoughts on uh, both of these? <laughs> these what the fuck are the weeks? Well, well, looking at how this guy got 3.9 million, I think he's the one that did it right. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, he, but um, God. Oh man. Like, look, it's Florida being Florida. That's one thing for sure. Um, I mean, hey, he's got good taste in cars, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's like, what, I mean, what else can really be said? I mean, like this guy, 
was living the life of, you know, he, he was living the mindset of, you know, I owe $3,000, I owe the bank. If I had $3 million, I own the bank type shit. You know, so I don't know. <clears throat> so, I mean, maybe he thought he was untouchable and he found out, well, <laughs> he, they can touch him just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. God. So go ahead, Two Beers. How do you feel about this guy literally taking 0.1% of the actual fund and putting it into his own bank account? Oof. They greed, though. Like, um, part of me thinks that he was about to probably uh, hit up the well more than once. Like, he, uh, like that three point something million was probably just the beginning of it. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. As soon as I got the money, I would have, I would always hopped on the jet. He should have abandoned ship. Yeah, I would have took the money. I would have left. I would have actually went over to a country where they don't have, uh, where I can't be uh, extradited back to the U.S. There's no treaty. And then it's like when they they do the interview, it's like, why did you steal all this money from these these companies that need it? And I'd just be like, don't let uh, Black Lives Matter become Black Lives Better. (laughs) 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 Wow. Then after that, <laughs> I'll stay over in that foreign country till the statue of limitations uh, die out on um, on the money I stole. I'll make a I'll make a movie that paints me as the good guy, and then I come back to U.S. as the hero. <laughs> wow. You know what, man? Scheme. That's genius. It is. And I don't even I don't even have nothing to say after that. That's genius. <laughs> nothing to that, genius. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would like to say though, homegirl, homegirl in was that Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee. Man, she man, how how who gets married and divorced with stolen money? I mean, come on. Yeah. She paid that, for that, that marriage, like, I honeymoon, first. and divorce. Man, that's like that's loserville right there, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> All the way around. Well, I guess she was like, it's yeah. not my money, so she didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my man. God. What a world, man. Oh, yeah, even now, people are still trying to sell. That's crazy. That's just nuts. <laughs> That's just nuts. All right, anything else, folks, before we, we shut her down? No, nah, I don't got anything. Yeah. yeah. All right, we kept the uh, episode within normal... <laughs> Normal range. We didn't go off on a three-hour uh, attendant of uh, screaming about you know money numbers. <laughs> yes, numbers. What you mean? You mean because the controls is going to make more money in theaters than it will if it was going to go? <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, the guy we get tenant on the man. Uh, well, hopefully for those who are listening now, uh, that episode will be edited. Hopefully, um, I'll have it up by Sunday. And then, of course, this episode will be up by Tuesday. But I want to say thank you to Mr. Roku. Thank you, sir, for coming on as a guest, as always. Look, Gotta thanks for you. having me. Yeah, thanks man, definitely me. get you back, man. Like I said, alumni, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just, just Mr. Roku, for all of our fans who are new, and those who listen, let them know what are you working on, where they can reach you, sir. Um, like right now, the main thing is uh, my IG, uh, J period, you period, nice underscore designs. Um, recently, LLC, so I'm trying to get a lot of that uh, extra stuff situated right now um, so I can start to really push this business thing on a whole nother level. 
you know, got to cover the legal basis. So um, beyond that, that's like, I don't, that's the main place to check me out, really. Um, also, I guess occasionally um, junice.artstation.com or junice.artstation.com is another place you can see some of my stuff. Definitely do, people. The artwork's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very yep. awesome. And the 3D. All of it is good. Uh, Mr. Tubers, tell everybody where they can find you at, sir. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, you can type in either Scorpio Report or you can type in Bitsaki. Either one will get you to my uh, Twitter handle. And you can also find me on Instagram at Bitsaki. That's B-I-T-S-A-K-E. Uh, and yeah, those are the two handles that you can currently find me on. Awesome. Uh, Mr. GNS, fuck Jason Whitlock. Where can uh, we find you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually don't want to plug myself this week. I would like to say to everybody listening that listens in every week to the podcast, please respond. Please reach out. Uh, speak, talk, let your voice be heard. Uh, we're all available to interact with. Uh, Khan is doing an amazing show job with the show i'm stuttering over here he's doing an amazing job with the show as well as uh, bit sake um Thanks. man just yeah thank you man they, they put a lot a lot of their time energy and heart into this show so please share uh follow you know interact with the chat if you're available to uh, when we're live on twitch and if you're listening you know send a message you know just please, we we need you guys to be vocal. Speak with your mouths, or in this case, with your fingers via, <laughs> uh, via texting and such. But please reach out. Uh, yeah, because it's it's an amazing show, man. And uh, yeah, you guys, we we appreciate you guys listening. But it also mean a lot if you would reach out. Wow, thank you. Well yeah. said, Gene. Awesome. And that's at yeah. Offerly Nerd at Twitter. Since he don't want to plug it. Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Awfully Nerd, yeah, on Twitter. Uh, and then everywhere else is uh, Ghetto Nerd Society, Twitch, Instagram. Uh, and also, once again, check out uh, Roku's art. I, I just checked it out today, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is dope, man. So <laughs> please make sure you check out his, uh, his artwork as well. Definitely 100 to that. And for all those listening, we record every Friday here on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash A-R-N-G-M. Twitch.tv slash A-R-N-G-M. Every Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Come and be part of chat. Come be within the know. If you want to reach out to me, Khan, you can anytime on Twitter. My handle is at Mobies, M-O-E-B-E-E-S, M-O-E-B-E-E-S. And for those who do listen, who go to my YouTube or the show's YouTube, which is ARNGM, same as to Twitch, keep in mind that me and Two Bears usually post a show for Bleeding Edge every week called The Misfit Show, Misfit Show number four. Episode four is out, where we take a look at the Bleeding Edge's new character, Asriel, as well as the Makudu update. So all for those, uh, all four, all five of you <laughs> Bleeding Edge fans out there, <laughs> we do do a podcast show and um, I have talked to two beers before and others I unfortunately can't do all or I want to get more shows so as I said before I will be working with two beers to start talking with other people other partners 
such as Roku, GX Drifter, everybody GNS so that we can start getting more products and more shows. And uh, keep in mind, some of our products will only be on YouTube. Some of them will be through Twitch and some of them will be through streaming. But as soon as I get some time, which I was hoping would be this weekend, but I'm going to try my best. I'm going to put it down right here, folks. I'm going to put the I'm, I'm going to put it down right here and right now. For all those listening, for all those listening, I am shooting for August the 7th. That's next Friday, August the 7th. In the know.com will be live. Damn. In the know.com will be live, which will be your one source for podcasts and all of our content. No I'm shooting for the 7th. I just have to do completing some completing steps there's some artwork that two beers has to work on but i'm not worried about that it's just the pages but i'm shooting for the seventh the seventh by time we launch by the seventh for episode 29th in the know.com should be live. should be live so good shit yeah that's what we're going for so uh definitely support <laughs> us by visiting the website uh which will be live I'm shooting for the seventh. <laughs> Bear in mind that work doesn't kill me, amongst other things. But I want to say thank you to my guest. Thank you, Roku, again. I, it's much appreciated. It's always fun to have you on here. Oh, look, same, same, just same. Being on, like being on here, it's always fun. Like I said on the, in the uh, chat, you know, good fun, good laughs, good people, man. It's, it yes, is sir. what it is. Word, word. And thank you to my host, GNS, and Two Beers, GNS. I'm glad your son's doing well. And Two Beers, you know what you got to go check out. You know who you got to go check out to get that stuff fixed, man. <laughs> so thank you to both of you. Thank you to our chat, our wonderful chat. Uh, Zesco for stopping by. Payne, I think I saw you stop by too. Thank you, Mega, for stopping by every week. I appreciate the support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, we will be back again the seventh. Um, do we have a guest on the seventh? Two beards. Um, that may it may we may have one. I have to just check and reconfirm with the person. Okay. Yep. So we'll we'll validate that and we'll have a guest. And um, maybe one of these days we could get Mega if he could if he could stop being a um, a scaredy cat because you know <laughs> he likes to he likes he's got Twitter fingers. Maybe we could get him on the show one day. But um, I would love to hear him and you go at it. But until then, folks, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say fuck Candace Owens and fuck Terrence Williams. You thought y'all two thought y'all could get away. The Trinity has been completed. Uh, the Hodgepodge brothers, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, Mr. Terry Crews, I'm sorry you're the leader of the new Trinity. Fuck you. And who's our third person of the new Trinity? Let's see, so we already said uh, fuck Jason Whitlock. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. Yep. Um, fuck Terry Crews. Yep. Uh, and fuck Terrence Williams. Yep. Uh, and um, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm going to audit and put it in there in terms of cancel culture. Fuck you, Kanye West. We'll hey, add you in hey. there. There I'm we go. <laughs> I know you're with it, too, big. The two trinities have been united, sir. We need one more. 
<laughs> oh, it's not going to be hard to find another. <laughs> <laughs> At this rate, we might have four more trinities. <laughs> Remember, so many people, so many people who love dancing, man. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, folks, every brother ain't a brother. Yep. No skin folk yeah. and kin folk. So, thank you again, folks. Peace out. Remember, shoot the shit, don't be shit. Peace. 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 Peace.